Good vibes all around as the Summer Pelicans get the 106-88 win over the Washington Wizards in front of none other than Zion Williamson. The NBA better watch out because y'all don't want to see the Pelicans having this much fun. Let's break down the win in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans. Your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available right here on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Thursday day after the Pelicans moved to 2-1 in Summer League with a 106-88 win over the Washington Wizards. That was a fun game, not because we, we cared so much about the on-court stuff, because I don't know if that actually matters given the Pelicans roster situation, but because the vibes... The good vibes, the excellent vibes were out in full force for the Pelicans with Zion Williamson there, Brandon Ingram there. This is what we've hoped for. This is what we've wanted to see. This is something that's really important for what this team is going to be doing next season. So we'll talk about all of that and more in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. And of course, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything. You want to know about this team, whether it's the summer Pels, whether it's going to be season previews. What is this team going to look like next year? We're going to have to do a whole segment, by the way, on ball handling Herb Jones. Point Herb? Sounds kind of fun to me. That's going to be coming and more. We also do need to get to the rule change, which we'll probably do in tomorrow's show. So I'm excited. Thank you for making Lockdown Pelicans your first listen today and every day because of all of that. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube as well. And of course, comment down below. On YouTube, how'd you feel when you saw Zion was there at this game? Because I was pretty damn excited. Because that's big, right? You know, Zion wasn't there last season. He's been at times distant from the team. Yes, he has. But he's fully bought in now. So whatever happened in the past, right? I talked about this with Antonio Daniels when Zion signed his extension. You're closing all of that and it's in the past and you're focusing on the future. And Zion flew from Paris, where he was out for a Jordan event with Luka Doncic, to Vegas to be here with the team and spend time around the team. He was in Vegas last year, did not come around the team at all. He said it was because he was down because of the injury, things like that. But you still probably need to be around these guys, interacting with them, having fun with them, building that chemistry. Well, he did it. You know, we said, you've got to follow through. It's about actions now, especially after signing that big contract extension. These are the actions that we were hoping for. He's following through on that. He's doing literally everything you could want from him during this time. So whatever happened in the past, I don't really care because he's bought in now and none of that stuff matters. If he wasn't before, it's okay. You are now. You're going to be on this team going forward. That's all that matters. And look, you see the culture of this team really shining through during all of this, right? Basically, everyone was at the game. Against the Washington Wizards. Brandon Ingram was there. Zion went over to say hi to him and gave him a huge hug. And if you look at B.I.'s face 
when they embraced, he seemed genuinely excited to see Zion Williamson. Like, really excited. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All of these things, the chemistry, the vibes, that's building the culture. That's a continuation of the culture. CJ McCollum, who had been doing some play-by-play and calling games throughout the, uh, the day. You know, Zion goes to him after when he's doing some a TV hit or something like that. He goes, aren't you the guy that called me out? Similar to when he said, aren't you the piano guy to Christian Clark at the day he signed his extension? He's having fun. There were definitely periods when he wasn't having fun, and now he is. And all of these guys are having fun. You saw him sitting next to the entire squad during this, smiling, laughing. He and Jose Alvarado were chopping it up and having a great time. This is how you keep a superstar in New Orleans. This is how you also get other players to want to come play for this team, as long as you have the money for them. That's a big part of it. But these guys are genuinely enjoying themselves. They seem genuinely really happy. That's not always easy to do in a small market, right? You know, we talked yesterday about how Donovan Mitchell might be traded, even though he has a number of years left on his deal. It also seems like eventually he was going to want out because, look, that team's winning. Certainly the Jazz have been good. But I don't know if he wants to be there, to live in that city. I don't know how much fun that team was having, and it's led to these questions about him wanting out. Well, you don't need to worry about that here in New Orleans right now, I don't think, at all. And that's a wonderful feeling that a lot of that stuff, a lot of that noise around the team has been put to bed. Swin Cash was on the broadcast and they talked about kind of everyone there and she, you know, is doing her petty thing, which is great and fun. We always love those eye looks that she gives. He goes, oh, what? You know, the players that that don't want to be here as they're right across the court from her all hanging out, having the best time. And basically everyone other than Billy Hernan Gomez and Jonas Valanciunas, who are out of the country, have been in Vegas with this team. Working out together, spending time together, bonding together. That type of chemistry gives you a jump on the year, right? You don't need to kind of get on the same page with your teammates at the start of the season if you've been spending time around them. If you've been talking, if you've been going through some pickup games, a little bit of practice hoops, things like that. This type of stuff matters for New Orleans, not just from being a small market and having this atmosphere is only going to help you retain talent and potentially attract talent, but you don't get off to a bad start then. You don't have to work out kinks because those have been ironed out during the offseason. This means you can avoid things like, I don't know, a 1-13 in start, a 3-16 in start. I could look back at any of the number of horrible starts that the Pelicans have had. This eliminates all of that. And it also quiets down all the drama, all the noise around the team so that you fans don't need to worry about that. And how much less stressful does that make everything? So it doesn't seem like it's much, but having Zion there, getting on however long of a flight it is from Paris to Vegas even though he's probably traveling in pretty good Jordan brand style. That's a great thing. And it's going to make this team more dangerous going into next season, where, as Swin Cash said, the expectations aren't sky high, but yeah, that's where they're going to be and where they're aiming for, to be looking down on others. But let's talk about the game, right? We finally got to see Darion Sebron play well. 
Uh, Dequan Plowden played well. What about Jared Harper, Tyreek Jones, and others? This was uh, there were five guys that really stood out in this game. Let's talk about it and see if they have a chance for those that other two way deal here in today's episode. Coming up next on Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever, and they got some amazing flavors out right now. I'm a big fan of the Puff Bars. The Built Bars themselves are good. The Built Puffs, those are really good. They're light, they're airy. It's protein-infused marshmallow, so it tastes like a treat, like a candy bar, and it's not chewy, it's not dense. You can really eat these things very easily, which is not always the case with protein bars. And They come in unbelievable flavors, including a new one, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar is the best one they have. That's my top flavor. That's the one that wins like every time when I talk to people about it. Well, they made it even better. Light, airy, in the puff form. It's so good. I I, I ordered a box of these. I, they didn't even send me samples, They which they normally do. They just said these were being made and I ordered a box blind. I wasn't wrong. I was like drooling, waiting for these things to show up. It's delicious, chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. And it's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. That's how good these are. But they're only going to be here for a limited time. So go to built.com right now to make sure you don't miss out because they're going to sell fast because these taste uh Amazing. And they're good for you, right? High in protein, low in sugar, low in carbs. Compare them to any other protein bar out there. Built's going to win every time just in terms of the macros. And they taste like miles better than anything else. So go to built.com. Use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next order. This is the promo code I use. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off over at built.com. And thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen today. And every day, we're free and available wherever you get your podcast, and available on YouTube. We're here Monday through Friday. No one else coming to y'all like that, covering the biggest stories around the team, and also just the things that like matter that you want to know that you need to know, like this summer league team and some of these guys who will be in well Birmingham next year. And some of the guys that we saw playing this one have a very good chance of either being on a two-way deal on Exhibit 10 and still being having ties to the Pelicans, in a sense. This game, without Trey Murphy, without Jose Alvarado, with no Najee Marshall, basically the guys on the Pelicans team, you know, none of the, the draft picks in Dyson Daniels, EJ Liddell, and Carlo Makovich, you know, you're missing kind of the six guys that could get some NBA experience, five guys that could get NBA experience next season, not counting Makovich, and they're just playing overseas. This game doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter for the NBA squad, but there is the G League team, and these guys are people that the Pelicans are already investing in, like Darion Sebron, who hadn't really gotten much of a chance to shine through his first two games. This was a guy they immediately signed to a two-way deal after he went undrafted. Within that first hour after the draft, he was signed to that two-way contract, meaning he will split time between the G League and play with the NBA team next season. Gets 45 days of being with the NBA squad. Well, he finally got some extended run in this one, and that's what we wanted to see. 19 minutes of him went five of nine from the field, 13 shots. He got downhill. This is what he does. He is a big guard at 6'6 that can relentlessly attack the rim and has some ups on him. Dude can jump. Dude can put pressure on the basket. Five of nine. And the, one of the greater parts of this was he made a three. You want to see some outside shooting from guys? Zebron finally was able to show off what he can do. 
attack downhill, force the defense to collapse on you, then find an open shooter with a kickout pass. Three assists for him on the night, just two turnovers with a pretty high usage rate. That's good. I'd said in the last, uh, after the last game, I wanted to see more of him. We finally got to see it, and he really stepped up during that run. I'm excited to see him over these next two games. By the way, the Pelicans do have a chance to get into the top two and be in the G League championship game. So there's still hope despite the loss here after going 2-0 and and having two pretty big wins. The other guy we really talked about and has looked pretty good consistently in Summer League so far is Daquan Plowden. 18 points on nine shot attempts. That's insane efficiency. Two points per shot. That's really good. You're an amazing player if you can average one and a half points per shot to get to two. That's excellent. He wasn't missing in this game. He was six of nine from the field, three of five from deep. Making his three pointers is going to be really big for him to have a chance at the NBA and to have some sort of future with the Pelicans here alongside five rebounds. We'd seen this from him, right? He's kind of got some three and D potential. Good size there. Moves well laterally. Uh, laterally. Can score. Seeing the three-point shot be a little bit more consistent in this game makes you feel good about that. Showing off the scoring. Getting to the free throw line. Three of four from there. And we knew he could rebound. He's done that. All He's got some ups too. He gets some great offensive boards. Had one in this one. I said the one thing you wanted to see from him going forward if he really wants a a solid chance at that two-way deal a little bit of creation tall guys tall lanky wings right small forwards uh shooting guards and he plays out on the kind of the wing the perimeter that can score and create for others and rebound you're going to do well in the nba right now we wanted to see some of that creation for plowden so he clearly made an effort in this game to try and go out there and help his teammates get some easy buckets. Two assists after not having any before. Yeah, that is absolutely accomplishing that. I think the Pelicans like him. I really think the Pelicans like him. And if you look at all of these guys, and if you're thinking they're maybe competing for a two-way deal, and again, it might come down to what they do with EJ Liddell. Do they maybe just give it to him to get him some NBA money, kind of keep him in the system around the team rehabbing that injury? But if they want to give it to someone who might play for them next year, more depth on the wing, not a bad thing. You already have that guard in Sebron who can get downhill and score and give you an element that you don't have. And we'll also talk about Jared uh, Harper next in the next segment, along with Tyreek Jones as well. And some of the other guys that played very well, like Davidis uh, Servitas, who was excellent in this, could not miss, by the way. He was the leading scorer with 25 points. I think, you know, a guy like Plowden who gives you some positional versatility, three-point shooting, if you can get a little bit of creation, that's a guy you definitely want and could fly really under the radar because he was a little bit older coming into the draft, which probably led to him being undrafted. But let's talk about those other guys we just mentioned, right? Jared Harper, who shined for the Pelicans throughout Summer League. Servetus, who played really, really well in this game, and including Tyreek Jones, who had a Pretty incredible stat line when you when you start to think about it and watch how he played. That's coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. And thank you for making Locked on Pelicans your first listen today and every day. We're here Monday through Friday for y'all, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Summer League, it'll soon be 
um, preseason before you know it, getting ready for this team. How many games could they win? What role is Zion really going to play next season? Can he and Herb Joe, um, can he and Brandon Ingram really coexist? And the answer to that is yes. And a lot about Herb Jones as well. I am very excited for this team. You should definitely feel very excited um, as well for all of this. And so make sure you're subscribed wherever you get your podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Leave a five-star review with a comment because this Pelicans team is going to be fun. Support the show. Let's keep it free in five days a week for you all. All right, we are talking about the Pelicans win in Summer League 106-88 over the Washington Wizards. Still in the running for a summer league title. That, that window is not closed. That door is not closed. They're still got a chance for all of that. And they're playing well. They're blowing teams out right now because they're these guys are stepping up, right? They're missing basically six guys from this team right now that were supposed to really be the leaders of summer league. The guys that, you know, we're gonna kind of do the majority of the work. Well, other guys are stepping up. We just talked about two of them, but there were a couple others in this game that I thought played really well. Let's lead with um, Davidis Servidis. 27 minutes played in this one. 9 of 17 for 25 points on the night. He went 6 of 10. 6 of 10. He got hot from 3. That was just a great little story. You know, he played with the Detroit Pistons the past couple of seasons. Hasn't really latched on and found a spot, a role in the NBA, Pelicans got him to this. I think they're pretty happy with how he played, and I wouldn't be shocked if he ends up getting a training camp deal uh, to the team. Shooting, shooting is only a good thing, and you need more of that, and the Pelicans definitely need more than that. So if you can get a 6'7 wing who's going to go 6 of 10 in some summer league, yeah, that is exactly the type of guy you at least want to give a chance to. His shooting maybe makes some guy nervous in training camp and forces them to step up their game. Also chipped in five rebounds. He was a leading scorer for the Pelicans on the night. Again, these guys are stepping up when needed. And when you have a guy get hot like that, ride that, what, the hot hand in the dice game, as Antonio Daniels said. He played well in this. You know, I like a lot of these guys that we're seeing as guys that I'd love to see play in Birmingham for the Birmingham squadron, the G League affiliate for New Orleans, and kind of keep them in this system and see if you can get one to develop. And maybe eventually when there's a roster spot, you bring him on up. That's a cheap guy that you have that has done well for you. And that's only going to help you win, particularly in a small market. Though Servetus is not going to make the team. But I'd like to definitely see him with Birmingham at this point. Tyreek Jones, who shined the other night, I thought did really well in this one. 3-6 from the field, 9 points. But 15 rebounds, including a freaking 10 offensively 10 offensive boards it, it, dude's like a man out there compared to some of these guys he's got good size 610 right about 240 pounds he's beefy he's strong he can get out there and out muscle and outwork a lot of these guys and then he does it by giving you some rim protection he didn't have four blocks again he didn't have any blocks in this game, but you definitely saw him be a bit of a deterrent. You know, the Wizards were scared to go at him at times and just didn't want to deal with that. You know, he was a plus 16, second highest on the team in this game for a reason. They were winning those minutes when he was out there on the court. He's the type of guy that's not going to necessarily make you go like, whoa, he put up 20 points. Oh, wow. He had eight blocks in a game. 
He's a guy that's doing a lot of that dirty work, those little things that help you just win. If the Pelicans wanted to sign him, because I do think they need more rim protection, more defense from that center position a little bit. I like Valanciunas a lot, and I think he's underrated in that aspect. I don't know. Tyreek Jones on a two-way deal. He had three assists in this one, too. Two steals. Just an active dude. I think you do a lot worse than him. You know, he's got some professional playing experience overseas the past couple of years as he's tried to kind of find his spot. You know, I think that's a guy who's going to be hungry and can definitely perform for you. And then final guy who's definitely going to be with the Pelicans in training camp and in contention and in the running for that other two-way deal, of course. We've seen him play well every game so far, and that's Jared Harper. 26 minutes in this one, 18 points. He did not have kind of the crazy scoring game that he did the other night where it was just kind of like eye-popping on the amount of points he scored for the shots that he took. 18 points on 13 shots, though. It's a good number. He only made four field goals. Four of 13. He should have had a terrible game. He should have had a terrible game. But this dude, like Darion Sebron, wants to get downhill and attack and is aggressive and is fast and will try and create a one-man fast break. He got to the line 14 times because he put so much pressure on that Washington Wizards defense. He was just going at him, just relentlessly attacking. He knew that it was kind of his time, his team. Go and do the thing, man, because you're not worried about anyone else doing it. And he went out and he did it. He got to the line Every single time it felt like. And then he hit him. 10 of 14. It's not an amazing percentage at under 72%, 71%. Not bad when you're doing it kind of in that volume. And then that created for others. Six assists. You could see that the Washington Wizards were trying to figure out what to do with him. And when they committed two to him, threw a double team at him, that means someone's open. And so when he drove and attacked and the defense slid over, provided help, right, to his primary defender, someone was open and he found those guys. A couple of really nice times. And he scored. He was the leading score, uh, leading player for the Pelicans in terms of plus minus, plus 24, because of how aggressive he is. The Pelicans do not have a guard that attacks like that, that drives like that. They'll get it from Zion, right? He'll get some from CJ. You'll get it from Brandon Ingram. You'll get it from Trey. You need it, though, from one of your like point guards. You'll get it a little bit from Jose Alvarado, too, actually. But if you can get it from Jared Harper or Darion Sebron when they're on a two-way deal, making very little money, not impacting your salary cap, and a guy that you can eventually bring up to the NBA squad, it's like a useful kind of like, you know, for the Vegas term, right? Like ace in your back pocket, ace up your sleeve, whatever it is. We're not cheating, but take advantage of all the opportunities available and deploy that guy when you need to. And those guys are going to be useful whenever there are injuries because they're capable of taking on that larger usage rate, that larger role. It's kind of what they do as that kind of scoring guard. I like that. I like that a lot. And I think it's a really useful player to have for the team. And I'd love to see him potentially get a two-way deal. And it's definitely going to be, you'll, you'll be seeing him in preseason in training camp. He's just not going to be on the active roster at the start of the season, but all five of those guys played well. Makes you wonder, like, what could Birmingham be next season? How good could the G League team, the squadron be? And it could be really good if the Pelicans are able to keep a lot of these guys. 
So Summer League, still going well for New Orleans despite some of the injuries that we've seen. And now you've really got all of these guys having so much fun building their chemistry right now, getting on the same page. NBA better watch out. All right, as always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We're going to talk Take Foul tomorrow, why this is big for New Orleans. Great show coming tomorrow as we break that all down and how that's going to impact the team next season. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. We'll be back with you all next time.